Okay, so we'll start from the top of the first line, the last word on the line. So this is a quote from the Gemara that we had before of this threshold that we're dealing with. So this threshold, we'll call it a porch, really. I mean, it could be it could be a porch, really, and you know, in theory, that, that's what it could be, which it's not the actual house, but it's not the actual you know Rishasaravim either. So it's Mishamesheshteirishriyes, meaning it depends on what kind of domain it is. It depends on the situation, and that's what kind of domain it'll be. If the door, front door to the house is open, then it's like the inside of the house, meaning it's Rishasayachet. Pesach Nol, if the door is closed, then Kolachot has a din like Rishasarabim. So now the Gemara asks as follows. So that's a quote from the Gemara before. Now, the Gemara asks, the Lesley Lechi, is it true that even if there's no Lechi, still, when the door is open, it has a din like it's inside? However, we have a Bryce, we have a Gemara that says, that, like this, let's say there's a lechi across the entire doorway. You need another lechi to go ahead and be mater carrying in that doorway. Now, a lechi, the idea is, is that it's a hacker. You're supposed to see what it, you know, what it's doing. So there's machlekes if, if um, the in, inside the actual lechi, it's, you know, okay, let's, let's take a step back for a second. We have a doorway, let's say. Okay, we'll, you know, we'll take away the, the porch you know, example for a second, and we'll use, let's say, a doorway. So you have a very wide doorway, which is, let's say, two feet wide. So you have a lechi in there. Now, let's say the lechi is across the entire thing. So the halacha is, is a mandamar that holds that you cannot carry in the actual lechi part, rather only from the lechi and inward. Meaning, because the lechi is a hacker, so only from the inside of the lechi can you carry, which would mean inside the house. So it essentially doesn't really help anything. However, if you put a second lechi on it, Meaning, you put a second, let's say, uh, one tefach lechi on the exterior of the threshold of this doorway, then you can carry inside the entire doorway. Besides for that little, let's say, tefach of the actual of the actual lechi. All right. Why is that? What well, I mean? What's the svara exactly of why it's only lufnim? I'm not sure. If you look at Rashi, all of a sudden that second lechi helps. Yeah. Yeah. One time. So if you look at if you look at Rashi, second Rashi explains. See Pesach Pesach, it's the last wide line and into the first skinny line. Pesach Pesach, Ksan Kedaitach, B'movi Shechshere B'lechi, that you were machshered this uh, mavoi with a, with a lechi, meaning with this post that you put up on the doorway. V'lechi lefnim naskopa, v'hainu dekametama, afagad delasle lechi mibachot, v'amarav chama. Wait, hold on a second. No, that's not what I was looking for. The next Rashi says, This one I was looking for. She had this lechi is what's being matter to carry inside the mavoi. So I'm not sure what this means. Like closes it up somehow. Like you can't use connected this. Uh, this actual lechi. So Kubi, this is this is what Rashi is trying to say that only from inside the lechi makes a hacker. But from the act from even with the actual lechi, meaning let's say the doorway is two feet wide and the entire lechi is two feet wide, which is essentially really a doorpost at the end of the day. But that's what you're using as your lechi. So there's no hacker. You can't. It's not noticeable that this post is there. To tell you, by the way, this is where Rishasar Yachid starts. So that's why you need a second lechi at the end of the doorway 
tell you, though, by the way, this is where you can't. From wherever it is inwards. Right, exactly. So that's what this mandamar holds, that from the lechi and inwards, that's where you can carry. But if the lechi is the entire length of the doorway, then that won't work. Okay? The first lechi is not a... It's not a hacker, it's not anything, right. So we talk about the doorway of the house, or you talk about the... So it's really the doorway of a mavoi. The scoop is, uh, yeah, right. That's what Rashi is saying. But it's just right. kind of mavoi. Yeah, no. So, 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 so leave. Is. I mean, doorway by all, of a house owns that definition has a frame and a. You're saying that's already enough because it has everything. It has a kaira and has everything, right? Okay, so that's true. So one second. So let's let's restart the case then. We're talking about a mavoi, meaning so you have a opening into a chater. So into I'm sorry, into a mavoi which opens then into other chater. Right. So. In th- and that opens up to Rishas so Again, so you have a few things over here. You have first Rishas then you have, let's say, a side street. And then from the side street, let's say, all the houses open up into there. Right. So now, in that Mavoy itself, to block it from Rishas you need a Lachi there. So if the Lachi is the entire length of the opening into that Mavoy, into that alleyway, then you would need a second one to be put on the exterior of the doorway. And that will give it a Hecker. And now you can carry inside the doorway. So now, so the question is as follows. So what are you telling me that... Um, we said it before that uh, this askopa, this threshold, can be mishamish teberishuyos. That depending if the door is closed or open, and when it's open, it'll be as if it's inside. However, we have a halacha that you need a second lechi to be matter inside the doorway. So it's not enough to just open the door. You need something there to block it off. Meaning a lechi. If you'll tell me that the doorway itself does not have dalad al dalad, it's not four tefachim by four tefachim. And if it's not four tefachim by four tefachim, you can carry there. You don't need a lechi to give you a hacker because it's not its own area. Inside the doorway, even if it's not four by four, you still would need a lachi to tell you that it's mutter to carry in the doorway. Okay? So it's not going to help to say that it's a small doorway. So Amar Yehuda Amar Rav Hacha Beiskopas Mavoi Askinon. We're talking about the escopa, meaning the threshold of a mavoi, of a alleyway. Askinon. That's what we're talking about. Chetziv Mekayra VeChetziv Sheinu Mekayra. And half of it is is roofed, and half of it is not roofed. Now there's two types of ways to corner off and to and to block off a a um, let's say a chater or an alleyway to make it into a rishas ayachet. Either you can put a lechi, which gives you a hacker and tells you that you can carry until here. Or you can put a kaira, which is a beam that goes across the top, right? So we use we use both actually when we make a ruven. We put up a lachi. You will usually have like a, on, on a post. You'll, you'll find a lot of times I'll say on a telephone pole. You'll find like a, uh, a stick, you know, running right. down the side. That will be the lachi, and then the string on top would be the kaira, right? Mm-hmm. So over here, what you did is you have half of it has a has a kaira, meaning on this doorway again. Let's say this doorway is two feet wide, so you have let's say a two by four running across the top. So the two by four only takes up, let's say, one tafach. So it's not that the entire doorway is roofed. It's only one little spot on top of the doorway is has like a little pole on top of that. V'chetzev she'en makayir, and half of it's not. V'kiruyav, and v'kiruyav klape pnim, pesach pasuach, and from this beam and inward, is if the door is open, kilofnim, pesach pasuach, I'm sorry, pesach no, kilochot. Again, so from the inside of this beam where it's holding, so klape so when the door is open, then it's like the inside. And when it's closed, then it's like the outside. So again, so we're talking about where you have this beam on top of your doorway. 
And then when the door is open, that underneath the beam is that considered like the inside or the outside, depending on if the door is closed or open, that's going to be the difference right now. So again, so when our, our Gambara said, when our Bryce has said that the scope of the threshold is Meshamash Tevishriyas, it means in this case where you have a beam that's going across the top, it's not fully roofed, there's only, let's say, one two by four across the threshold, across the doorway. And now the question is, from underneath that, is that considered inside or outside? So it depends. If the door is open, then it's like the inside. If the door is closed, then it's like the outside. And that's what our Bryson meant. Okay. Now the Gemara goes on. We're not talking about a Mavoy. You're going back to the threshold of a house. You roofed it, meaning you put a roof on top of this doorway with two beams. Each beam does not have, excuse me, four tefachim on it. We'll say that a guy put, let's say again, we'll use an example that the doorway is two feet wide. So on one side, on the, towards the exterior of the house, there's one two by four. And then right at the interior of the house, meaning right when you're going in, there's another two by four. So in between, let's say there's enough space for another two two by fours. Let's say that's the example. Okay. So the aim bein shleisha, and you don't have in between the two three tefachim, meaning they're within three tefachim of each other. Bedelas beemta, and the door now closes exactly in between the two. Got it? So the door post, meaning not the door post, meaning the door post, let's say is two feet wide, and this door is exactly after one foot, meaning exactly down the middle. And on either side of the door now you have a two by four going on top, you have a beam going on top, and a beam going in the inside and the outside now. So, Pesach Pesuach Kilifnim. If the door is open, then it's like the inside of the house, the threshold. And Pesach Noach And when it's closed, then it's like the outside of the house. Okay, so again, so the case is where we have this door of the house we're talking about. We're not talking about a Mavay. We're talking about a Pesach Abayas. And you have two beams on top. So, now how does it work now that the two beams should make it that you can carry in the whole threshold, in the, either inside or outside? That is with the idea of love, like you said before, that the two are created are connected to each other since there's not three tefachim in between two, in between the two places. We use it by sukkah a lot of times. We used it, we even had it, the Gemara previously, that said that if you go ahead and catch something right near, near the floor, then it's like three tefachim. We had it on the chesam and alaf that said that if you throw the basket underneath, on, on its head, then the walls of the basket, if it's seven and a half or seven and a quarter, can, can use lavud, can use the three tefachim of ear space off the ground and connect the two and make it one big wall of ten tefachim. So again, we're using the same idea that connects these two beams together and makes it that the whole thing is roofed. Well, why is that a good thing? To make it roofed, because now then that would meaning that would only make it that the halacha would apply to the whole threshold if it gets a status like inside or outside. Meaning, if it would only have one pole, let's say it would only have one, so then the din would be totally underneath just that pole itself. Because if and the other one doesn't have a roof, so... It's a solid thing. It's two small pieces, so it takes care of the solid issue. No, so now that we have two, it makes it as if it's solid, on, right. meaning so a full roof. With it being steel, still being nicker. It's just no, so the, no, the lechi... So again, the lechi was really for the, for the hacker. This kaira is actually like a... It's like a wall, almost. So it's a little, I think it's a little bit of a different svar. I mean, the lechi is more of a hacker, because the lechi technically doesn't enclose you, or it doesn't make it like this is the end of the rishus. Or well, is a beam on the side of the wall. Mm-hmm. You can walk right past that. But when you see a random beam just sitting there, you say, oh, this must be where the Rishas ends. The second one makes it solid. As opposed to, right, as opposed to the Cairo, if it's a full beam across the doorway, so then you realize when you're walking through, like, okay, fine, this is the doorway, so this is where i got to stop going. Fine. 
Now the Gemara goes on. Now if the threshold is high, and it's wide, it is its own rishos. This is also a quote from the Bryce that we had earlier. So now it makes it its own rishos, meaning rishos ayachet or karmelis. Not sure which one. One second. It's four by four. Being so it's Yeah. Okay. Fine. Now. So this halacha is Messiah le Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi. It's going to be approved to Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi. The Amar Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi, Leimar Haya Reb Meir. Reb Meir would say, Kol Malkam Shatam Moitzi Beis Rishuyos Vehein Rishus Achas. Something that is, if it's in two different Rishuyos, but really it's one Rishus. What's such a case? Kigoyin, for example, Amud Berishus Hayachid Gavoya Yud Verach of Dalit. You have a pole, you have a stump or something that's inside a Rishus Hayachid. Which is high ten tefachim and wide four tefachim. So we know the halacha is that if something's four tefachim wide and yud tefachim high, it gets its own rishus. Now here it doesn't really help because you're inside a rishus yachid either way. So that's what it's called of beiruz rishuyes, which is really rishus achas, meaning it's technically there's one's the backyard. Let's we'll use a backyard. So your backyard is a rishus yachid, and then you have let's say a uh, whatever it is I don't know uh, some kind of chair or something in your backyard that is also technically now another rishus yachid. So it's a, like a one Rishas Yachid and another Rishas Yachid. So, um, again, so this could go in Amud Rishas Yachid, Gevoya Yud, Rachav Dalit, Osir Lakasifalov. You cannot go ahead and unload your package on it and adjust your package. Why is that? That is because then if you walk into Rishas Rabbim and you find a little mound or a little you know, uh, pile of earth that's wide for and high Yud, they'll say, oh, it's okay to unload my things onto there because you got used to doing that. In Rishas Okay, fine. Now let's go on to the new Mishnah. Yeah, the... No, there's no walls. Rishas Yachid doesn't have walls. It has to be high, ten tefachim. Oh, meaning the Rishas Yachid that has the walls, meaning so you'll yeah. be able to understand and okay, see. Look, right. I see walls around me, so it must be. Meaning the same way you're saying about the Kaira and the Lechi, which is a hacker to show you that you're in no, Rishas Yachid. I think just in general, I meaning if you have a fence around an area that's Rosh Hashanah. We have the same Shash also, and they made it also like Darabanan because you might do it in Rosh Hashanah. We said no, because since there's walls around you, then you won't want right. to that. Just what uh-huh. like, you're saying. Yeah, so no, if you're Scopa, if you're, if you're, the porch is also 10 fucking high, 4 by 4 you can't carry into the house. This seems to be the same. Wait, why is it? Um, it's oh, no, but it's not inside, though. It's just two Rishas Yachids right next to each other. Uh-huh. As opposed to something that's inside. But I, I hear your question, meaning you're saying that you can recognize that you're in one Rishas, so you won't go, you won't go ahead and put it down. Wait, which one are you reading from? Which Rashi? Rashi. Two, four, six, once in a while. Was it Yeah. Hmm. Unless that means that it's something that's inside a Rishasayachid, meaning like a chair in Rishas in inside your house. You can't carry from the house. Uh, I don't know, I'm not sure. That's a good question, yeah. I mean you think about it. And if you have also if you have a, a chair inside your house, a table inside your house. It's a inside of so you can't take anything off of it. You can't adjust your load on a table. 
Yeah, well, obviously it depends how high the table is, but yeah, the table's right. gonna be that big. Right. Yeah, no, unless that's. Uh, what's the name? Uh, I thought what came out of there that if it just says yes, it's different because it has. Because you can see everything. I hear. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm, I'm not sure how to understand this. But talk if there wasn't walls. One second here, let me just see Tysus if he says anything about it. Yeah, Tysus seems like he deals with it. I need some time to go through it. Tysus, Xer Bisham Talbershis Rabbim, Oymeri, to me, Bias La Leo, Le Osser, Mare Latato, the Le Yavi Latato Baka, Richard Rabbim La Leo, the Minka Machitasa, like you're saying. I'm sorry, I looked at that down the this morning, Mr. Oh, and you heard, and you heard about this. <laughs> Oh, that's what it is? You heard? He addressed this. this okay, point. there you go. So... I, I didn't do most of the business. I came here also. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead to the other to the other guy's chair and you bring me all his kashas. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, so Taisus does speak about it over here. Right. That from the bias to the aliyah, that would not that would be okay to be the matatal because you see the mechitzas inside the house. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. So that's the answer. So it's, we're only referring to a mound that's in a Rosh So you have in your backyard, you have a little, you know, pile or whatever it is. That, don't adjust your load on, because then you're going to get mixed up with it in a Rosh Okay, but fine. But your house, we're not worried, because there's walls around. Because there's walls around, exactly like you said. There you go. Shkayach gets. That's how we go two days ago. Exactly, right? Fine. Now let's see the Mishnah. On the Aftasam Beis, the Mishnah says like this. Le'yeshev adam lefneha sapar samach lemincha achizbal. A person shouldn't go to the barber right before Mincha until he davens, meaning you should first go ahead and daven, and then go get a haircut. So now, one second. Before we go anywhere, just to point out over here, Rashi explains that all this, li- this whole list that we're going to say now in the Mishnah has nothing to do with Shabbos. Right. So Rashi explains, if you look on the second line in Rashi, towards the end, Rashi says, nami, All these things apply to even during the weekday, meaning on a regular Tuesday if you want to get a haircut. We're going to have the Gemara that's on Daf Yud Aleph. The Mishnah is going to talk about that a chayet, a, a tailor, should not go out with his needle on Erev Shabbos in Chashecha, while, like, before it gets dark. Maybe he'll walk out with the needle and he'll carry in Rosh Hashanah. So, similar to that halacha, which we're going to say soon, we're talking about now a case of the things that you shouldn't do, Samach Lamincha. And one more thing. If you look at Taisus, just interesting to know, that there's a famous Gemara and Mishnah in Psachim. Taisus says, right. A person should not eat until it gets dark. And we're going to see later on in, in our Mishnah. Okay, I stopped short, but the Mishnah says that you should not eat before you dive a Mincha. Yeah. So what about this Gemara, this Mishnah we already had already that said that you should not eat Achetachshach. Uh, once again, Hainu, Taisa says, Afilu hispalo, that's even if you dominate already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason for that is, is because in the fire shasim, they should be hungry and you should want to eat. That's a completely different halacha. But even if you didn't daven, then it's still aser to do these things. And this has to do with mincha. This doesn't have to do with being hungry when you come into Shabbos or yamtiv. Okay, so now let's see the mission again. A person shouldn't go to get a haircut before he davens, if it's Samach we'll see when that is. 
A person shouldn't go to the bathhouse, and not to a tanner, someone that would tan leather, you know, hides, things like that. A person shouldn't eat then, he shouldn't start judgment then. However, if he did, any of these things, in mafsikin, you don't have to stop, you can continue what you're doing. And however, mafsikin likrais kriyashma, you do have to stop to read kriyashma, that is because it's dairaisa. And don't stop for tefillah because it's not dairaisa. So now the, the Gemara starts like this. Hi, Samach Lamincha. What is this Samach Lamincha? That a person can't eat when it's close to Mincha. If it's close to Mincha Gedayla, I'm my light. Mincha Gedayla. We'll look in Rashi a second what that is. But you have a lot of time till Shabbos or till later in the day to Davin. I'm sorry, till Shkia to Davin. So why can't you go ahead and start all these things? Ella, Samach Lamincha Ketana. Rather, it's referring to Mincha Ketana, which is later in the day, closer to Shkia. Meschilu, oh, fine. So that's that, that's what we're talking about. Now, if you look at Rashi, the first Rashi in the Gemara, Rashi explains what these two zmanim of mecha ketana mecha are. We actually had them in brachas. Rashi says haschalas zman tomech al ben arabayim mechimas chalaharif that the, uh, the the time to bring the tamid the evening offering of the tamid the afternoon offering is when it starts getting a little bit dark. The hainu mechatsi sheva ulamayla, which is from seven and a half hours into the day and onward. Why? The sheish v'chatsi sheva from six and a half hours to seven and a half hours is midday. Chama imedas bereish kol adam. That's when the sun is at the midpoint of the day. V'kaideres kenegda lemata, and I think the person's shadow is right underneath him. V'ena noitel shum tzara, and it doesn't go to the either side of him. Umechatsi zayin lemayla from seven and a half hours and onwards into the day. Noitel berikil lemayla, then it starts setting. I mean, it doesn't. It's not setting like sunset. But it starts going towards that half of the of the world. Now, Samach Lamincha Me'aschalas Sheva, and Samach to this time of seven and a half hours is going to be starting at seven hours. So seven hours into the day, which is really Chatzais, a person no, it's not Chatzais. So Me'achatzis Sheva, it's the seventh, half of the seventh, into half the seventh hour, which is six and a half hours. Oh, I read it wrong. Huh? One second, let's see. Mechatzis Sheva. Okay, fine. It's not Sheva Vechatzis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I read that wrong. So now, one second. So let me just judgment this then from six and a half hours then to seven and a half hours. No, no, no. So I'm reading it wrong then. So it's from five and a half to six and a half. Yeah, between that time. That's when the sun is. Okay, so I read this all wrong. One second. Let me just go back a second. Chati Sheish means five and a half hours. Okay. Okay, and now I'm getting this better. Thank you. Chati Sheva is going to be six and a half hours. Again, so from five and a half hours to six and a half hours is going to be the midpoint of the day. And Shkia is going to be at the six hour point. Which is midday, and then after that, so from that time, basically from Chatzais, really. No, sorry, from six and a half hours when the sun starts setting and go, go, starts going towards the west, that's when Samach Lamincha Gedela is going to be. Okay, which is still there's a lot of time till the end of the day. And Mincha Ketana, what's that? Like a Rashi, Rashi says Mitas Umechta. So this is going to be nine and a half, meaning this is not Chatzis. That's right. Okay, fine. Okay, good. Let's just get this straight. Fine. So Tasu Mechta. So that's going to be nine and a half hours. So Yiregilin Shalei La'achar Yisur Mikain. They wouldn't go past that time to Davin. I'm sorry, to bring the Tamid offering. Kedam Rina B'Tamid Nishchat Samach La Metchilas Yud. Meaning before the beginning of the tenth hour, which is going to be nine and a half. Okay, fine. So now the Gemara asks as follows. So the Gemara originally thought that it was Mincha Gedela, and there's a lot of time. Where it says, no, it's Mincha Kitana, which is not so much time left of the day. So the Gemara asks, is it true that if you start, you cannot stop? 
Name a tavet yuf to do Rabbi Shuv ben Levi. That would be a question on Rabbi Shuv ben Levi. The Amar Rabbi Shuv ben Levi. Kivan shegiyas man tefilas amincha aser laadam sheyitim klum kaidim sheispal. When it starts getting to the time of mincha, a person cannot taste anything. Tefilas amincha. Um, one second. Kaidim sheispal tefilas amincha. Kaidim sheispal tefilas amincha. Okay, fine. Left that part out. So over here, how could a person go ahead and once he started continue? If we have a price that says you can't taste anything once it comes to that time, so you have to stop. My answer is Really, it's in the earlier mencha of the day. And the Gemara asked before that there's so much time during the day, so just let the guy do it. Ubitespiris ben alasha. It's referring to a barber of ben alasha. Rashi explains who this was. It was Chasnei Shal Rebbe. It was the son-in-law of Rebbe. And Hayo Upazer Mois Excuse me, and he would go ahead and pay money to learn the way the haircut of the kain gadol was given. Or actually explains what this haircut is. It's some kind of special haircut that took a long time. Uh, he would they, they would they would shave or they would give a haircut to the whole head. And I'm sorry, Let's just eat inside. Actually, says He would shave the whole head, but not legamri. He would leave all the hairs just a little bit. That the top of one would be the, by the source of the other one, by the root of the other one. Okay, I'm not sure. Basically, it takes a long time to do this fancy haircut. I don't know what it is exactly, but the roots of one are touching the tip of the other one. Okay, fine. But the point is that it takes a long time, so that you can't start at. Um, that's why you can't take a haircut then. No, I'm sorry. We're referring to this kind of haircut. Okay, it's going to take a long time. Yeah. Now, and you also can't take a bath. That's referring to all the parts that come along with a full bath experience, mm-hmm. which would be, I don't know, going to the sauna and, and wash. Uh, I think Rashi explains. One second. You see Rashi. Rashi says, You first, I mean, was that shampoo, I guess? Yeah. Um, and then wash off with hot water, and then cold water, and then to sweat it, go into the sauna. So it was a whole process. So that full process takes a long time. Okay, it was like going to a spa. Um, again, most of the Merchats. You can't go to a tannery. That's referring to a large Borski, a large tannery, which they would start the process there. I mean, I guess the smaller ones, maybe they would have the end process there. But here, you would bring the high, they would go ahead and tan it and do whatever they had to do. And that process took a long time. And not eating a suda is referring to a large suda, a banquet, a chasana, a wedding, something like that. And not to start any judgment because that's, that can take a long time. Because everyone brings their sides and their witnesses and that can you know, take a long time. Really referring to a regular barber. So why can you not go ahead and do it? Um, I'm sorry, why can you not go sit and take a haircut? Maybe the scissors of the barber will break and he'll have to go get a new one and it'll take a long time. And not to go to a bathhouse. To that is, just means to go ahead and sweat and go to the sauna. Then why can you not go? Because maybe he'll become faint and then it'll take a long time for him to, I guess, you know, revive himself or whatever it is, and it'll be a long process. Lila Borski, 
and not to go to this tannery, even though it's a regular tannery, which is just really to go, you know, view your hides being tanned or whatever it is. Then why can't you go? You're going to go ahead and see, well, let's say one of your products there that got ruined, they got a hole in it or something, and you're going to get busy taking care of it. Okay, the Gemara goes on. What does that mean? Really, it's Ketana. Then why can't you eat a small Suda? Maybe you'll continue and you'll go into having a bit large Suda and it'll take a long time. And not having judgment is really talking about the end of judgment. However, so why can't you do it? Because maybe someone will come up with a good idea, with a good reason, another Suara that no one thought of, and the whole Din will have to restart. Okay, now the Gemara goes on. When is the beginning of the haircut? Meaning, when does that start to teach us the halacha that we had before that if a person starts a haircut, he can continue? So when's the beginning? When he puts the cape of the, of the barber, you know, like the barber apron, when he puts it on top of you on your berchav is really your knees, but when he puts it onto you that, the, that you shouldn't get dirty, that's when the haircut officially starts. So when's the beginning of taking a bath? When he goes ahead and removes, I think, his clothing from himself. When's the beginning of a borski? That's when you go ahead and you tie it between your shoulders. So I'm trying to figure out what this is referring to. I'm sorry? He puts on his apron or shoulders meaning when the tanner himself puts on his uh, apron and he ties it around. Oh, I think it's, this, um, I think Seifov is his shoulders, really. Yeah. So, um, anyway, he ties something, maybe his sleeves or something out of the way, either that or an apron or something like that to, to go ahead and have him to be able to work, that he should be able to work now. When is the beginning of eating? When you wash, when you untie your belt, and it's not really a machoika, so when that starts, one's in Bavel, one's in Eretz Yisrael. Rashi explains, They would tie their belts very tight. And when they, you know, when they had to eat, they got to loosen up the stomach. They would not loosen their belts, before Natil Sidaim, so then their meal started at Natil Sidaim, not at loosening the belt. Alright, we'll stop over here.